You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. Judges chapter 6. Don't sit down yet. Judges 6. And we are going to start from verse 10. Hallelujah. Okay. So Judges 6. The Bible says, Judges 6, 11, And there came an angel of the Lord and sat under the oak, which was in Ophrah, that pertained to Josh the Abiezer's rights, and, and his son Gideon, treaded with by the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. What's the thing? And Gideon said unto him, Oh, my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befalling us? And where be all his miracles which our fathers told us of, saying, Did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this thy strength or thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hands of the Midianites. Have I not sent thee? And he said unto him, O my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh. I'm the least in my father's house. And the Lord said to him, Surely I will be with thee. Amen. Amen. God bless the reading of his word. You can have your seat. Amen. Glory to God. So I just want to continue from where I stopped for service about, <laughs> amen, this is a very wonderful story. So uh, I said some things during the first service that I will make reference to again so that we can be on the same page as regards some of the things we are discussing. Praise the Lord. So we also read then Matthew 25 and that Jesus began to tell the story of a guy a man who had talents, and he gave one five, and he gave one two, and he gave one one. And in verse 25, the one that received one said he was afraid, and he went to dig the ground to keep it. And the master said, take it from him and give it to the one who multiplied the five talents given to him by another five. He said, give him. And then the Bible says, to him that has, more will be given. And to him that does not have, even what he has shall be taken away from him, and it shall be given to the one that has more. And I said, this is a very strong statement. Uh, for the father, the Bible says, to him that does not have, even what he has. When I was in school, my lecturer hated Jesus for that purpose, for that statement. He said, how can you take <laughs> from someone who does not have and add it to someone who has plenty? You know, of course, you couldn't answer lecturer. And where I sat at the back, looking at the man, that look at this man, he's talking like a fool. He should have read, number one, you already don't like Christians. Now you are trying to give an opinion on a Bible that you have not, re you have not read and you don't believe in. To him that does not have, because, you know, he, he felt he was defending the poor, that they collected from the one, and he didn't read very well. The Bible said, to him that does not have, even what he has shall be taken away. To him that does not have, even what he has shall be taken away. The proper rendering is this. To him that does not acknowledge what he has, it will be taken away. 
Are you, are you with me? So we add cocoa, we did acknowledge it. They took it away and made chocolate and sent it back to us. From the spiritual to the natural, it operates. To him that does not have. If you don't value people that God has placed into your life, someone else will. People have lost their children. I mean, relationship with their children. Because they will not value. Now, what I want to show you this morning. Nobody becomes great in life focusing on your errors and mistakes. So, let's read what Paul, our Paul, charged Philemon concerning this. And we'll look at that story that we read again. Philemon 1.6. It's just a book in the Bible. It's one chapter, just like uh, uh, Obadiah. They are, the, they are the two books in the Bible and a few others. Will. So, the Bible says, Philemon 1 says, that the communication of your faith may become effectual. By what? Shall we? Let's say the last words together, or those last words together. By? If your Bible is yours, underline good. The Bible says, the communication, communication in the Bible also includes expression, not just verbally. So, how people perceive your faith. When you say, I'm a Christian, how productive you are, what your Christianity communicates, the Bible says it depends largely on how you acknowledge the good things that are in you. Some people acknowledge only the bad things that are in them. Everybody has some good things and some negative things. Now, depending on the, But you see, the sincere truth is this. And this is what I'm calling your attention to this morning. God will want all his children to think big. See, recognize. And if you, since you were not at the first service, please get the message. It, it's free. Recognize. And don't trivialize God's working in your life. Are you with me? That's very important. Recognize God's dealings with you and appreciate it. The reason in God's family, so I title this for service, victors and victims. The reason in God's house, in the kingdom of God, why Christians fight, why siblings fight, why husband, why people, is because we don't value what is given to us. When you think too much of what is given to someone else, then envy will begin. Whereas greater things are given to you, but nothing good in your life will multiply without you focusing on it and giving attention to it. Are you with me? Maybe towards the end I will apply this to marriage. Is that what we'll be talking about? But you must understand this. That nothing. So as a matter of fact, anybody can override the negative side the weaknesses, by so much focusing on your positive side, it will amp be amplified and it will actually destroy. Remember, energy is neither created nor destroyed. Sincerely speaking, every life has space. There's a space in your life. Now, when you magnify the positive thing, it will occupy all the space, space and throw away every negative thing. We are at first service. And the rule of the game, never compare yourself with any other person because you are not any other person. There is a unique way God wants to deal with you. There are general ways in the word of God. But then God applies the word specifically to lives. So, I said this for service. The beginning of enjoying life is to recognize. Some people are more talented than you. You are more talented than some other people. You have to accept that. Are you with me? Some people will appear to be favored than you. You will be more favored than some other people. You have to accept that. You cannot. Uh, so many times, people despise the good things that are in them and they amplify the good things that are in other people. 
so <laughs> are you with me? And it goes from talent to people. You are looking at your neighbor's son. Or the children being mentioned on TV receiving an award. And yours has not received any. One of the first things you should know. The greatest gifts in life, they are intangible. So for service, we looked at that. As soon as Esau, oh, oh God. So that Bible one later in the Bible that don't be like Esau. He had the blessing as the firstborn. He looked at his brother pouring. He was looking at the pouring. Jacob, the Bible said Jacob was a man who could dwell in tents. Esau was a man of the field. I have two kids and I see the difference between the two of them. When I'm playing praise songs that are very fast, my son likes, my daughter likes the one that is cool. And already they're already making their choices. That's the way God has wired people. And you are going to, you, you will stand long in the wilderness of life if you are tempted to be like someone else. There are things to learn from people, but even for that thing to work properly in your life, you have to adjust it to who you are. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Amen. Amen. Some of the negative traits that people even manifest at times, actually God, God meant for them to be positive. But you align their flesh, your flesh to channel. The, the people that get very angry, very, that people that can, people with other, actually nobody achieves. Check many of them at they are perfectionists and they want things to be done very fast. If they can channel that thing to that. Are you following what I'm saying? Is, is, are you following what I'm saying? I've observed people very well. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, <laughs> in Esau was a man of the field. Jacob was a, a, a plain man dwelling in things. Genesis 25. And the Bible says, he was making food. He was operating in his arena. Esau came in and he said, you see, I faint. That porridge began to make him to make compromises. He said that I am dying. How can hunger kill you? Hunger of one day. Some people are like that. Their stomach is their God. <laughs> he said, I'm dying, I'm dying. And Jacob, who had been, see, to him that asked, I does not know what he has. It will be taken away. Jacob had been thinking all this while. I'm sure he must have read or he must have heard from somewhere that the blessing made our grandpa Abraham. That God did not give, give Abraham anything. He gave him the blessing. Number two, he must have learned that his papa, Isaac, the Bible says, you know, Abraham had six more children apart from uh, Isaac and Ishmael. If you have not read that in the Bible, read Genesis 25. So Abraham actually had eight children, not two. So when Abraham was old, he married another woman called Keturah, Genesis 25, and she gave birth to six more children. Now, this is the point. If you read that Genesis 25, the Bible says that Abraham gave all he had to Isaac, but he gave gifts to other children. Languages are very important in the Bible. If you give all you have to somebody, to call it all, then there is nothing left to give someone else. Is that right? If I say, I give all my cars to somebody, maybe I have one million cars. If I want to give all my cars to somebody, that means I will give all of them to call it all. So the Bible says Abraham gave Isaac all he had, but he gave properties to other children. The Bible is talking about two things. All he had that he gave Isaac was not a physical blessing. Abraham gave Isaac the blessing that made him. He gave the remaining seven children properties. So Esau and Jacob being Abraham's grand, they must have seen it. That grandpa gave gift to others and we don't hear the, of their name right now. Grandpa gave our father only the blessing. Now our father is the richest man in town. So Esau was the heir apparent to the blessing. 
But he did not, he was too focused on what belonged to Jacob. A man that was just in the tent cooking beans and porridge. He looked at that porridge, was red. Ah! He said, I want to sell this bat right to you. Then he said, Can I have porridge? And he, uh, Jacob said, that, Well, I, I've thought about it. That the blessing that you are entitled to, I saw what, I, what he did to grandpa and daddy. So he quickly brought him business. Jacob was a bad boy, man. Fast, fast. He said, Swear to me. He said, no, he said, give me, he said, he said, uh, uh, he said can you sell me your battery and I will give you this porridge. Then he said, I, bet I, I don't say I don't sell lamb already. Take it, take it. And Jacob said, no, I'm a Nigerian. <laughs> he said, swear. See, in those days, <laughs> men feared God. If they swore by anything, they stayed with it. Nowadays, people swear free, free of charge. I told the first service, say to your, call, say to your staff that God will catch late comma. See, I see, I have handed over late commas to God's hand. Like somebody in this country handing over security to God. No, I've handed over late commas to, to God. God will catch late. All your staff will come late. If you are a Christian and you are doing a business with another Christian brother, please have a written agreement witnessed by a lawyer. Since nobody's planning to cheat anybody, that's the money why you should have an agreement. But somebody saying that, I say, I might know your brother. I say, brother. <laughs> Amen. So Jacob must have lived in Nigeria before. He understood. He told him, but he said, you are my brother. He said, you are my brother, but uh, <laughs> let there be an oath. He said, but I've sold it to you now. He said, Mm-mm, only the two of us there. Tomorrow you can say that me, me, I sold. You know, when you borrow some people money, two days after, their phone is not going again. <laughs> the phone number, you understand? So he said, swear, swear. And in those days, nobody will go back on swearing. So, and then he said, if I gave him double portion. And he saw it. And the last verse, Genesis 25, said that thus he saw despised. What are the good things in your life that you are despising? God does not address people by their weakness. Can you imagine? So the story we read, and I, I, I'm going to end it here. The story we read, Gideon was a... Now, you need to understand what made the guy, and I'm going to equate this to the talent, what made the guy to be that timid and to be complaining? The Manasseh tribe, where he came from, was the least tribe in Israel. Now, ideally... Ephraim should be the least tribe. So Jacob gave birth to 12 children. Now he gave birth to more than 12, but 12 mentioned because in those days they wouldn't mention women. At least we know one of the girls, Dina, that was raped by the guy. So, but then they mentioned 12 guys. And then they became the 12 tribes of Israel. But you see, Joseph had two sons. So out of everybody, Grandpa Jacob or Papa Jacob, only bless the 12 children because they were direct offspring and transfer the blessing to them. That was what Isaac did to him. That was what Abraham did to Isaac. But two guys had the privilege. They were not in that generation. But by divine arrangement, they were part of it. So Joseph, Judah, Simon, Levi, Reuben, Gad, Nathan, Asher, Isaac, Zebulon, all those guys. Benjamin, the last born. Of Jacob, they were a generation, all of them from Jacob. But you see, Manasseh and Ephraim were of second generation because Joseph, their father, had received the blessing with the 12. But then, the day Jacob was dying, the father brought them. As Jacob was blessing all the children, Manasseh and Ephraim showed up. They were grandchildren of Jacob, they were not children, but they were privileged to be there. And then, remember the story the father did like this. So, Manasseh was the firstborn. Ephraim was the secondborn. So if you 
put it in the Ereka order, what should be is Reuben was the firstborn, followed by Simon, secondborn, followed by Levi, thirdborn, followed by Judah, fourthborn. Those were the sons from Leah, the original wife, or the one, the arrangee, or whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> and then concubines took over. They gave out to all those Zebulun and the rest. Then Rachel, the original wife, had no child. Then she only had two eventually, Joseph and Benjamin. So at the end of the day, out of all the twelve, the youngest was Benjamin. So if you were to arrange, you put Reuben first, number four, Judah number four, and then Benjamin, number 12. But because Manasseh and Ephraim were there when the father, the father also blessed them. So they added them plus the tribe. So number 13 was supposed to be Manasseh, who was firstborn of Joseph. And number 14 was supposed to be Ephraim, who was the secondborn of Joseph. But the day the father wanted to pray for Manasseh and Ephraim, you know, Jacob was old and he couldn't see very well. Genesis 47, he couldn't see very well. And they brought the sons, 47 or 49. He just said, ah. So Joseph said, daddy, daddy, these, these are my children. You know, he didn't see Joseph for many years. So father said, oh. And he, he said in tears that I didn't think of seeing you. They lied to me that for many years that you died. He said, now I'm even seeing your children. He said, bring them and let me pray for them. So Joseph put the firstborn under the father's right hand. In Old Testament, if right hand was put on your head, at least we had double portion of this one. So if I was Jacob and if I did like this, this guy would be times two of this guy. And everybody knew it, at least times two. It might be more than times two, but minimum times two. So firstborn must have the right hand. So when they stood before Jacob, in his blood vision, he couldn't see very well. Instead of him to do this, he just did like this. The Bible says, Joseph got up and said, my father, my father, no, you are putting the wrong hand on the second, you are putting the right hand on the second born. And Jacob said, I know. You know why he did that? Because of what happened between himself and Esau. He was the second born. So he had this, <laughs> so he said, my son, I know. And he said something like, if we were, if we were, we were man that said the firstborn, you should start crying immediately. He maintained the position and he said that Jacob, so Joseph was trying to move, he said, Joseph, leave my hand alone. He said, I know what I'm doing. He said, you see this one that, that you call your firstborn. He said, hey, he shall also be great. He said, but surely his younger brother will be greater than him. So from that day that he prayed for them, the order was reversed. So instead of number 13, Manasseh, number 14, Ephraim, it became number 13, Ephraim, and number 14, Manasseh, even though Manasseh was older than Ephraim. Did you get that? So every other person followed how they were born. But the last two followed the father's intervention. So Manasseh became number 14, even though it was Ephraim became number 13. So I said that to say, so <laughs> when Gideon was talking, so Gideon came from the tribe of Manasseh. In other words, they've told him the story many times that grandpa put wrong hand <laughs> on your forefather. So Papa Jacob, who was a custodian of the blessing of God, put the least hand on your grandpa. So your tribe is the smallest in Israel. So Gideon came from the least esteemed tribe. Now, that was not the only problem. His father's house was the last born of that least esteemed tribe. Now, that was not the only problem. Himself was the last born of his father's house. So if you arrange the order, I am the least man in Israel. Oh, salvation is beautiful. It's amazing. The Bible says that not many wise and the mighty are called. God will look for somebody 
He was going to send somebody to talk to the most powerful king, king of Egypt, where the center of civilization started from in those days. That Egypt, are, they were the custodians of civilization in the time of Moses. God wanted somebody to go and talk to the most uh, civilized king and the most powerful king. He did not choose an eloquent man. He chose a stammerer. The things of God are amazing. The Bible says God who commanded his light to shine out of darkness. It's amazing that the largest church in Nigeria was founded by an illiterate. It's amazing. It's amazing. The workings of God. I am sharing it with you this morning because I want to call your attention to something. So when the angel appeared, so Gideon accepted the status because he was just hiding. The Bible said that it was it, the Midianites were outside. They are taking over Israel. And they were all out. So Israelites were hiding. So he too was hiding in the cave. And he was trying to tap wine secretly. And then an angel showed up. And the salutation, the, the word shocked him. He said, how are you, mighty man of valor? And the guy looked back, sorry. He must have the angel, sorry, are you blind? <laughs> mighty man of valor. Then he gave the angel a CV. He said, let me, maybe you are an angel. It's possible as an angel, maybe you forgot something. In the course of traveling from heaven to earth, something happened to your memory. Let's update you a little. The man you are calling mighty man, his family. So he, he said the whole story, like I said, he said everything. And instead of the angel to budge, he looked at him after his argument. The angel said, go in this thy strength and save Israel. He was like, oh God. <laughs> I was like, sorry, I've angel, angel started drinking. <laughs> I just told you, you call me a mighty man. I actually, I actually spoke against that. I'm not in my, now you are even, you are making matters. Say, I should go and deliver Israel. By what method? <laughs> but you see, what we pick from the story is God does not see as man sees. And as God's children, we have to see as God sees. Strength was locked up in Gideon in spite of all the odds against him. Now I said something for service and I'm going to, I want us to pay attention here. When the parable of that, soul, uh, that talent, when he gave one five talents, and he gave one two talents, and he gave one one talent. Pastor Dr. Benga is late now. He came to preach many years ago in this church from Covenant Christian Center. He used to be a doctor in uh, uh, Shagam, Lut, uh, sorry, Osut. And he, he, he explained it this way, and that's powerful. When he gave one five talents, and he gave one two, and he gave one one, he wasn't being partial. That scripture says he gave everyone according to his ability. According to their several abilities. Several abilities. That means, you know, this is God. All talents are from God. He measured this man. You would have thought that the one with five talents is the stronger one, the more, the more favored one, but it's not necessarily so. He looked at that one and he says that this one is very weak. For him to succeed in life, we must give him five. This one is stronger than him. With just two, it will be fine. And produce him. This is the strongest. With just one. With just one, it will turn his world upside down. Are you getting what I'm saying? This is why you cannot compare yourself with. You can't sing. Because God has looked at it. That you don't need singing gift to become great in life. Your... Sometimes ladies admire celebrities, they call them. Those who are popular, they put them on magazines and the rest. And you can begin to despise the one you are married to, who has never featured, 
But listen to me. When you understand what is inside that man, that his own direction in life does not call for that kind of ovation. But eventually, all those who see on that front page might come to his house to ask for his help. Hasn't that happened many times in this country and all over the world? That's why the mistake people make, the moment you take your eyes off what God has given you, you start magnifying what belongs to other people. This is why people don't see the mighty hand of God in their life as they should. So the angel said to Gideon, no, no, no. We are not going to call somebody from the tribe of Reuben, the firstborn. Inside you that you are complaining, there is a mighty man. That's what we are calling out. Oh, I look at everybody here. Have you applauded programs on TV? Better programs are inside you. Have you celebrated actors and actresses? We bless God for them. We we'll keep thanking God for them. But do you know that greater scripts are yet to be written? The best of scripts are yet to be written. And there are people listening to me today. For how when will you turn your eyes to what God is doing in your own life? And never trivialize it. Saul tried to do it with David. He said, I kill lion and bear. They're like, you, are, you see, we, yeah, we see, we, uh, uh, you. you kill lion and bear, yes. But Goliath, they said to him that he has been a man of war from when he was small. Lion and bears don't use weapons. We are talking of a man well-trained right now. This is how people face opposition in life. And you don't remember some of these so-called little, little victories you have had. If you remember them, this one will make a difference. It's going to come down like every other one. Things happen when you were on, on campus, when, when you were in school. You have forgotten them now. You said this is real world outside there. What is different? Was that a fake word? See, this is how we talk at times. And we take our eyes off. Are you with me? Can you imagine? Joel Austin has the largest church in America. If he started saying that he could not heal people like Benin, he wouldn't be. He has more people following him than Benin. In America, he has about the highest number of people following him. And you just see that simple message, God wants you to go play. I, I like to start with something funny. Are you with me? And simple like that. He doesn't put hand on anybody and say, in Jesus' name, be healed. It's a problem. I want to say the word, word woe, but, but that's how we can put it that. It's like one to that man who takes his eyes off what you have and you are struggling, converting what belongs to someone else. This is why there are fights among Christians. This is why people fight. Somebody says that this all is singing. I told the first time, the lady that led the uh, uh, administration today, choir administration, that was her first time. We have had people in the, who came to church and they joined choir. In three weeks, they should get When they didn't name her, they walked away. I usually thank God people like that to go because you don't need them. Fight. How come every time pastor is singing, this all is one that backs him? I don't want you to back me. <laughs> Amen. You know, sometimes you are thinking. Oh, you go to your neighbor's house. The husband appears to be more very cordial, very friendly, very nice. And on your way back home, you are like, you're looking at your husband. Inside your heart, you're angry. <laughs> I said something for service, you know, that I don't want to say, <laughs> you know, it's not in the tone of the school, but I don't want to go into that anyway. You know, you see someone else's husband passing. Like, uh -huh. I won't call you. <laughs> but you don't know that <laughs> beauty will come. It is what you focus on. It is what to celebrate. It is what to put premium on, what to value. 
that will be amplified in your partner, in your busy. Nobody gets rich who does not respect money. You have 10,000. You are saying that what is 10,000? That was different between Jesus and disciples. They saw a boy with five loaves and they said, what is this among many? He, they saw it, they despised it. Jesus just said, bring it to me. Oh, there are raw talents in people's life. You are saying, what is this among what we are talking about? Niger I am broke. Nigeria, this is country. We need, we need them. And then you start saying things. And you get to the point, you begin to say that. I said, nobody gets in this Nigeria without doing something wrong. You have sentenced yourself to corruption. There's no young boy that is making Nigeria now. What that will do to you is that you are, see, angels working, all of you have angels working, they will see to it. You won't write the account until you are old. Because you have said it yourself. So they are waiting for you to be old. <laughs> Anytime something wants to work, it's not devil, they shut it down. Your words are causing that. You said that, no, young man can't make it in today's Nigeria. You have just said it. So the angel will go back to God and say that, Lord, we wait till he's old. He will build the house when he's 79. Because he said, no young man. People say this because they are reacting emotionally to things. Hallelujah. You, you don't get support. Except for, what do they call it? Oh, um, where they just drop something, little, little drops of crumbs. You get crumbs when you share stories of weaknesses. Yeah. That's why all of you here, I mean, you might be on your way to, you want to go and give your parents 50,000, 100,000. You'll see a beggar on the way. You'll still give him 500 or 100 if you are nice. If you are not very nice, maybe 1,500. That's what they give. So, because people give according to vision. Vision is more powerful than resources. It will command resources. Have you ever wondered why Boko Haram is well financed? The same thing at this organization that has spanned beyond the country of the origin right now. Vision is powerful. It, it will always command. Genesis 11, one man just said, let us build house here that will reach heaven. They almost, I don't know, I, I believe physically, if you understand geography, it's impossible to build a building that, that will reach heaven. But God came down to see what they were doing. The power of one man that just said, let us. One of the things you should pay attention to when you pray. The Lord will not drop one million, ten million to your accounts. It's going to give you vision. The windows of heaven open over a title. It's not actually that there's a physical window in heaven and there's an angel that goes, hey, you, your job is to open the window. <laughs> like you. Windows represent access. Something being downloaded to your spirit. Somehow, some of these ungodly, some of these people are not even Christian like God. They see some of these things. So somebody wrote and he said, Windows 98. And all of you, you understand? And I said this, this is not part of this. The world is moving very fast. The spirit will show you things. If you are trying to do the business you're about to do, because of what you have seen around, you now want to have capital to do the same thing, you're already late. By the time you are starting, the world has moved to something else again. The world is moving very fast. Remember the days of diskettes? How many of you operated Windows 98? And all those things that you go to cyber, how many went to cyber cafe? So sit down there, they will give you a paper. But everything is on your phone now. How many of you are still buying newspaper? I read all the news on my phone right now. I can't stop to buy. I don't have the time to be opening new paper. Open. Uh -huh. Ah, Saraki said that. Okay, this one. And then everything is on the phone. Now, who knows where the world is going in 10 years' time? 
You know that we have moved from gadgets so that they will tell you when, you, when we bought phone that day, in those days, you will charge it for two hours. Charge well before you. But see, there are phones nowadays that you can start using. It doesn't affect whether you charge your. Everything is changing very fast. One day I was listening to Pastor Chris and was saying that if a pastor is thinking of going on TV now, he's wasting his time. And it is true. There was a time only Daosa was on TV. Later, today, Jordan joined. And you only had NTOGB then. So at home, you must watch TV. So if there was a program on TV that you will see, it, how many stations do we have now? And what's the problem that somebody will watch you when you start your own? When even nowadays, as we see before the TV, you are also scrolling to Facebook. So we have DSTV now. And DSTV rain. Now you have Netflix. Now in two years, you have Flix Flix or whatever. <laughs> Everything is. <laughs> maybe, maybe very soon, you just get to your house and do like this. Like all the cool. Uh, something will appear on the screen. And also, so I know that, I, I, I told my brother once, I said very soon, our, our iPhone, everything will be something that, it will be on the palm of your hand. You'll be like a native doctor. You just, and, <laughs> only for me to see a transparent phone, of, one day I saw a transparent. When somebody's holding, you can't really see, except the icons are out. The world is going. But see, the Bible says, one of the things about those who have the Holy Spirit, it will show you things to come. It will show you things to come. I want everybody to go home today. Begin to rejoice in God's dealing with your life, in your life. Begin to appreciate what God is doing. Then extend it to things around you. Celebrate things around you. All of us are young parents here. When your children offend, yeah, you can correct, but don't let them ever doubt your love. Value them and let them know you value them. Value the person you are married to. Whoever you are married to right now, you know, there's a way I talk to those that are not yet married. Whoever you are married to right now is the best that God has prepared for you. Yeah. I know some people behave like devils at times. No doubt about that. But I am saying that, well, if you are not satisfied, you can, well, maybe you want to walk away. But if you are in that marriage, celebrate the other person. Love. Every good thing, acknowledging the good things. Amen. Hallelujah. As we are going to work, don't, don't focus on what is not working. Focus on the great things of your life. It will cause praise to spring forth from your heart. Begin to rejoice. Do it even to things. Where do you live? I don't know where all of you came from this morning. We all came from different houses, different places. Are you happy where you are living? Or when you get to your junction, when you look at your house, you just see. But then you are going to sleep inside. As I open the door, you are easing. You see your car. Anger is rising inside you. <laughs> Even the car can feel it from the way you are driving, that you are angry. And the more you are angry, the more mechanic is coming today. Well, <laughs> tomorrow, <laughs> exhaust this one. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? But I'm basing it on everybody's gifted. Don't feel bad about your family background. Every family, there are good things and there are bad things. Begin to let the world, as you focus on the good things, and begin to rejoice. Then you see an opportunity to override the bad ones. Yes. Oh, I've seen a child attacking the father for not being done good thing. For not being authentic. Yes, he was talking that his friend went abroad and their parents paid and his own parents could not pay. Who says 
destiny is abroad. When you become very wealthy, you'll discover that all the schools will worship you. Hope you know. Many of you are trying to thank God for the two testimonies of scholarship. Hope you know. Uh, why all, many of you are trying to go and do master now, and they are stressing you. Bring this, bring that. If you are a billionaire, they will bring them to you. They want to in their school. There are courses that people will do now. They do from their city room. And they award them the same advocate like you going to sit down there. It is called money. It's money. You say you, are, you, you want to teach a man who is a billionaire in pounds. Be business entrepreneurship. What does the lecturer have? <laughs> With all his PhD, what has he produced? So you are not the man, okay? He <laughs> comes and he sits down. Sometimes people think that marriages that are standing, homes that are standing, is being run by people that are perfect. No. It is understanding. Understanding. There are extreme cases where I'm advise you to shift move. I don't say that to people, so I don't be responsible for what is happening in their home. But there are some circumstances that when I listen, I just know I see, see, see. For now, it is better that you separate. If you don't have confidence in what God is doing in your own life, you cannot be productive. Because this will even affect how you pray. When you pray, are you convinced that God will answer because you are the one praying? Or you think that it is when the pastor prays? We have to teach everybody all these things. Walk in life with confidence. Walk with joy. Don't look down on yourself. Don't look down on your background. Don't look down. If MKO were to be born in a rich man's house, it wouldn't be MKO that we all need to be. You have to understand some of these things. So do not despise what is happening around you. Don't go home, look at your parents and get angry. Because they did not send you to Harvard. Harvard will still come to you. There are talents, there are gifts that you have. As you celebrate those that the light is shining on right now, always remember that something bigger is in you. Something bigger is in you. Pay attention. This will drive you that if you are baking now, you don't want to rest again. You first of all have the mentality of, you see your product all around the country. We win inside before it manifests outside. When you have seen it inside, the steps will be taken on the outside will be equal. People will see that. They, they do understand why in that small cubicle you call your office, you are there at 7 a.m. and you are there to 7 p.m. Everybody's wondering, what, 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 what is he doing? Some people come here, you are trying to attach too much importance to yourself. But because you are seeing what they cannot see. You are seeing what they cannot see. The intangible revelation has dropped in your heart. And you are living that way. You are seeing what they cannot see. When you see your wife, the way you call her names, the way you respect and honor her, you are seeing a great woman in a great marriage. And you honor her. You put value on her. Anybody can offend me, I don't have a problem with it, but I won't take it lightly with you if you offend my wife. My, me, I am for free. I, you know, I don't pick offense, and so it's not a, it is almost, it's very difficult for you to offend me, really, and you know, if I get angry about something, when it comes to the work of God, I want it to be done very well, but on a personal note, I mean, that's when, that's when I was young, when somebody calls me, Shola, calls me pastor, it makes no difference, and honestly, that's, I don't even choose myself, when I'm in anywhere, airport address, I was on I'm Shola, is that not my name? They will cause people their name and they don't put password. Ah, fire must fall down the head of the people. Say this one. Ah, you don't need all that. God can give you such a great name that wherever your name is mentioned, you are a businessman, your name becomes an asset for people. They mention your name and doors are opening for them. Hallelujah. 
I see you, I see greatness. That is a you rising up, rising up. I see, I see great people here. Wave your hands to heaven. Just bless the name of the Lord. Glory to God. Give God praise. I know after tonight's meeting, some of you have to call your brothers, you have to call your sister. You've had arguments. Yes, you will not always be the same. They are temperament, they are different from yours. Yes, no doubt about that. But can you also value them? Can you love them? Can you be happy that, see, this is my family. I thank God for where I am from. Can you appreciate somebody? Value. Most importantly, can you look down? Can you look inside yourself and begin to give God praise? I have talent. Say to yourself, I have something to offer. I have something to offer. This world will not end without my input. Say it. Something is coming from me, blessing humanity. Shall we rise? Thank you for listening to the teaching of Pastor Shola Oshumakinde. We believe you have been blessed. Worship with us at David's Court, number 25 Mojidi Street, off Towing Street, Ikeja, Lagos. On Sundays, our first service starts by 8 a.m. and our second service by 10 a.m. While our midweek service starts by 7 p.m. on Wednesdays. Go and do great things. God bless you.